Are you really into the holidays? Like the kind of person who starts listening to Christmas music the day after Halloween? The kind that stares adoringly at your tree at night before you go to bed and swears it's just as magical as when you were a kid? The kind that couldn't wait to have children just so you could pass down your love of Christmas to your offspring? But then you face the reality that when you have children, the magic actually fades pretty fast because you become the orchestrator of the magic, aka the holiday project manager. Welcome to the Mother Plus Podcast, the show for main character moms who want to be more than just mom. Today, we're going to talk about where does all the holiday magic go once you become a mom? We're going to get real about our feelings, about the holidays and the responsibility put on us to make them magical. And we're going to talk about that holiday phenomenon, how every mishap somehow feels worse during this time. And when we've gotten it all out, laid it all out on the table, we have got a nice surprise for you at the end. A real nice. The antidote to all the stress and disappointment. And I promise you, It will put the magic and fun back into the holidays for you, my dear mom friend. You ready? Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mother Plus Podcast. I'm Stephanie Springer, and I've got Stacy with me this morning. Hi, Stace. Hi, Steph. Happy holiday season. Do you know what I was thinking, Stace? This is our third holiday episode. Can you that believe is that? Exciting. That is I know. exciting. So we we do a holiday episode every year and I wanted to think about this one. So like what have we talked about in our last few and it, we have these themes that keep coming back. And so we're going to kind of synthesize them a little bit today. But also maybe hopefully find a way to move past some of our our holiday ruts that we've been in. Things that we've talked about in the past are um how disappointing the holidays can be. Woo, how festive. And then we've also talked about like, how can we make the holidays less disappointing for ourselves, right? So we're a little bit of a broken record on the holidays, but it's for a good reason. It's because we're both super into the holidays. Like we just are, we're just holiday people. Like I look like like Christmas threw up on me today. Since (laughs) since probably the day after Thanksgiving, if not sooner, every time I've seen Stephanie, She's been wearing a different holiday outfit, coordinating headband and holiday earrings. Ah, And she will be doing that until Christmas. I will like almost every day, probably. And I have my one of my six holiday playlists in circulation, depending on my mood. Like we're into this shit, you guys. And we don't want it to be sad and stressful and disappointing. So that's what we're going to talk about today because Stacy and I are both so into magic. It has been deeply disappointing to us as mothers that when we become moms, the magic just really fades like screeching halt 180, which is so surprising to me. And it isn't as much anymore because as you like to say, I'm six years into the gig, but I always imagined when I became a mom that that's actually when the magic would like turn up a notch. Like I think as a child, as your cabbage patch loving child, and for me, um, just kind of always being like playing mom or playing sister or playing family. 
I always envisioned how amazing it must be to orchestrate the magic of Christmas because my mom did such a good job. I was like, I can't wait till that's my job. And then when it was, I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, it does suck. And like, sure, some of it is awesome. Like putting your putting your little girl babies in the red velvet dresses and the little Santa hat and and taking the picture with Santa the first time because the second time when they're like, who the fuck is this? They're going to cry. And then you have a lot of ruined pictures, right? But no, there are some magical elements. But my God, um, it feels like the ROI is, is um, it's not great. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not that there aren't great parts to it, but overall, it's just incredibly stressful and wears down on you. And it makes you a little bit um, jaded when the holidays come. A little bit. I still a get little very bit. excited, but I also am reminded <laughs> every year of like the difficulties from the previous year. And yes. then I try to just erase those memories and start stupid again. <laughs> well, that that's so funny the way that you say it like that though, because it's like, like, fuck, look at me. Like, obviously I'm not so jaded that I'm like, I quit Christmas. Like my birds are up. My two trees are up. The Like, we're not so bitter and burned out on it that we're like, we quit. Like, obviously we keep trying every year. We come back with our relentless hope, but we don't have the rose tinted glasses per se. Like we remember all too well our mishaps. Like we, I feel like rather than glorifying the, the sunny, rosy memories of Christmas. I have a couple top of mind, like the time we wrapped up the giant dollhouse and we're so excited to give it to the kids as their prime gift. And my then five-year-old whose trademark line was, can I talk to you? And it never meant anything good. And then she pulls me aside. This just wasn't what I expected. And me having been so excited about this damn thing, what did I do? I went in the bathroom and cried. I cried. It like pretty much ruined my day. I let a five-year-old and her, this isn't what I expected. She wanted a giant fucking transformer. Like, I'm sorry, where do you find those? Um, and I remember that. Um and just as I remember the year we were all out merrily caroling and taking a, a nighttime Christmas walk, maybe a little tipsy, only to come home and see that the Christmas tree had fallen down, flooded the water through the vent that was leaking through the basement ceiling. And um, and 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 that sucked. And the end of Christmas was like maybe the most stressful, depressing moment in my whole life. Like we all have these stories. I know you do, Stace. Yep, I do. And really quick, what's interesting about especially the second story is that that situation was extra awful for the parent. Um, but the magic part when we are kids is I I'm sure it wasn't great for your kids, but they didn't feel the burden that you did in that situation. So it was no. kind of funny and, you know, like we're still, it's still Christmas and they move on. Right. But for they you, weren't picking up shards of their cost. baby's first Christmas, 1978 ornament. Right. Yes, and like Exactly. Exactly. So I, it, it, again, it becomes clear as to why it's not the magic fades as you become older, because there's so much more responsibility on your shoulder that when things go wrong, it's, I don't know. It, it's just debilitating to the system during a time that you used to think of as so magical. So in my experience, um, I like to call it COVID Christmas 2021. Um, it was the year after 2020, obviously, and we were going to get Christmas back 
You know, we were so excited. I'd missed my family so much. Hadn't seen them all year, um, more than a year. And I was, I was going all out, um, all out so much so that I had convinced my husband that we were going to get a kitten for Christmas for the girls, like a real live kitten under the tree in a box. Like I, like this is the kind of thing <laughs> that my childhood self always imagined I'd be able to do for my kids. Right. And then, um, my parents were flying in from Chicago as well as my aunt. And we just decided as a precaution to take a COVID test right before they landed. And lo and behold, my husband was COVID positive. And then I was COVID positive and the kids were COVID positive. And we had to text them minutes after landing. We are COVID positive. You can't come. They stayed for one night and then turned around back to Chicago. And I cried and I could not get the kitten for Christmas because obviously with COVID, you can't just saunter into a shelter, pick up the kitten. Um, even though I, I begged for alternative ways to do that, they wouldn't let me. Um, so I had to give my girls a, um, a stuffed cat that we already owned as a representation <laughs> of the cat, which for a, what, what was it? A one and a three-year-old or Oh my God. They don't like rain checks. Toddlers don't appreciate rain checks. (laughs) No, Charlie was like, mom, why are you giving us Yoda? We already have Yoda. This is my cat Yoda. Oh my God. I'm like, no, it's something you're going to get a cat. She's like, I know I have a cat. Thanks mom. And I'm like, "Ah." and it was just terrible. And I remember wearing masks around each other, even though we all had COVID. It was so fucked up. It was so fucked up. It was so well, sad. No, and 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 like that would have been disappointing if it was just like a regular visit. But like the holidays, the lens of the holidays magnifies all of our disasters and our traumas and our disappointments. I mean, like everything is better and everything is worse. And so even if you don't have like a giant, like a, a flood or COVID or, you know, whatever, the little things about the holidays that suck are also magnified because it's supposed to be so joyful. So we've decided we have a new tool that we're going to implement this year. Instead of making our wish list, we're making our bitch list because let's be honest, complaining feels great. You guys, I I've been writing for years about what an advocate of complaining I am. And like, look, this is, I got to tell you, I'm an optimist. You guys, I'm the most positive person who lives in my house. I'm an optimist, but I think sometimes we need a bitch list. And I think you should write yours. We want you to like, when you have time, not if you're driving the car, write down everything you hate about this season. Just get it out, man. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have time to go to your therapist today. That's fine. Write your bitch list out. Tell tell yourself everything you hate about this season. You don't want to go to the, the band concert and you don't want your aunt Cindy to come over and you don't want to watch this stupid movie that your kids think is great. And you don't want to bake and you don't want to go shopping, like get it out, get it out. And this is actually something we kind of pull from the way Steph and I work. So Steph and I meet on a weekly basis, or at least we try to. And before we talk about anything with the podcast or the business, what we spend the first 10 minutes or so doing is bitching. (laughs) 
yeah, and just no. getting it out. And we find that we are so much more efficient after we've done that because we've just laid it all out and there's nothing lingering. Cause obviously we're also friends as well as business partners. So we aren't able to hold it from each other. If we, if there's something weighing on us, no, and we're always like, I, I've got something to tell you later. Okay. Actually, I'm just going to tell you right now. Right. <laughs> like and it, it's like, stop. it clears the air. And mm-hmm. so by doing that specifically for the holidays, if we can just start right off the bat, if you can do it early on and just get out the, the, the vomit out all of yes. the stress and the hate and the burden and responsibility, the get it out. Or like, Hey, to take another approach, um, the sadness, yeah. like I, I got to tell you, I'm still very merry around here, but like, we've got some big divorce grief happening in my house and grief for people at the holidays, whether it's a health thing or a relationship thing or actually losing a loved one, like, oh my God, let yourself feel those feelings and get them out. Like I am dreading Christmas Eve because it's the first one where I don't get to call my grandma and sing silent night to her. Like that kind of stuff, right? Like get all your stuff out because then if you have to like drag your ass to the mall and go shopping, you're going to, you're going to start with a, a cleansed palette and maybe a little more clarity. And, and also like, I feel like the bitch list for moms is just more substantial because kids ruin so much stuff at the holidays. They ruin it all the time, guys. I love them so much, but they just, they just really ruin everything. Like even when you're just like, Hey, it's Saturday, we're going to the zoo. Like, and everyone's arguing and no one can agree. Do we go to the left or do we go to the right? Like, is it a, is it a primate house day or an aquarium day? Oh my God. We all want different things. But at Christmas time, it's like, can we leave yet? It's cold out. I'm bored of camp Christmas, you know, um, or this epic dollhouse is not what I expected. Or, you know, I'm so sad that Frosty the Snowman is over. It was only eight minutes long, but I was hoping for 14, like, you know, <laughs> They are decorating. That's the thing I build up in my head so much because it's, it's probably, I probably enjoy decorating the house more than Christmas day itself. Like that, like just the, the buildup and the kickoff to the season. It's like, it's like the ultimate, it's like the first day of summer vacation when you're a kid, like it's before it's all happening. You're just setting the scene, you know, you're like getting your swimsuit on and you know, it's like that you're, it's the very beginning and you have a whole more than a month ahead of you. If you do it the day after Thanksgiving, like we do. And I get so, so excited. And I want my kids to get so, so excited with me. And then it happens and they're lying on the floor, um, arguing with each other over who gets to put up one ornament, which ornament, and then they're whining as to how much longer this is going to take. And when is the ornament decorating done? So you can play with me. And And then you're the one and then you're left alone. Like we all are. We are all left alone decorating the tree. It lasts for like, it's like how long it takes to go through the stockings. And then you're like, shit, is this all there is? It's over. That's like the frenzy to decorate. And then like, where did everybody go? And I'm just here like crying into my hot toddy while, you know, being serenaded by Dean Martin and like what just happened I, so, I I dream of a day where I actually can just decorate by myself. If my <laughs> husband could take the kids out for the day so that I can spend like an entire morning to afternoon listening to Christmas music without judgment and decorating everything myself. I okay, think my I mom would find does great that. joy in that. 
Mom, do you love that? I bet you do love it. Cause like when you're an empty nester, I think you get to do that. And I bet that's the thing though. Then I bet you're sad. And I'll be sad. Are, like of that's the I'll thing. No, I love, I want my kids to want to decorate with me. I also want them to do it the right way and listen to me, damn it. So I don't know. We can't have it all. But in one of our holiday episodes, we talk about the expectation disappointment loop, because again, we are idiots who continue to expect that things are going to be magical, that the photo shoot is going to be filled with compliant, aesthetically pleasing children who aren't wearing sweatpants to the nutcracker, despite the fact that everybody else is dressed up. Yes, that was last year. Are you kidding me? Like we continue to expect smoothness and magic and cooperation and, and the disappointment comes in and it's all that much worse because it's the holidays. And so, okay. All right. So mostly we've done a lot of bitching right now, but we do feel like there's an antidote to the expectation disappointment to the bitch list. And, and as with, as our message on this podcast is pretty consistent, it comes back to this, it comes back to you. So let's just quit. Let's just give up on like, I'm the project manager and I'll make magic for everyone. No, fuck those guys. Make magic for yourself. And and this is where we kind of emphasized our message last year. We like, we had you help us brainstorm like your favorite self-indulgent self ideas. And we really feel like coming back to that as the antidote to the bitch list, like every time you find yourself on the verge of a holiday meltdown, like coming back. So like, we seriously want you to get out some paper. Mm -hmm. We want you to write your bitch list, but then we also want you to write the, the good things. Um, and we think that one of the good places to start is with your own childhood. Like we were doing like a little bit of daydreamy exchange the, the other day where we were like, I used to do this on Christmas Eve. And you're like, and I used to sleep under the tree. And I'm like, and I used to fall asleep to the record player playing the Sandman story. Like, like go back to the magic of of how your stocking felt in your hand after you ran down the stairs and what it was like on, when the Christmas candles were lit and and you know maybe someone in your house read a Christmas story out loud like go back to that magic and like let yourself just be immersed in remembering what it felt like to be the recipient of holiday magic like and that's not yeah. that the whole point is to do this for us, but I will say, I think when your mindset and your energy changes in a way that you're doing things for your own enjoyment, I would bet that your kids are more likely to follow suit and want to join you or Ooh. feel more relaxed because how I don't, depends on how woo we want to get here. But like when you're just tense and you are trying so hard to make it happen like they feel that and That's so when you totally release true. and you start enjoying yourself almost every time that happens for me I can see it reflected in my kids so don't do it for them but I'm just saying that might be uh what's the word stuff <laughs> Like a fringe benefit. Thank you. Like a, a like benefit. just a happy byproduct. Yeah, no, exactly. Because our energy is contagious, you know? And so I think, like, I think to, to get ourselves into that zone, again, like to really tap back into what it felt like to be the to be the the recipient of the magic but then we have some of our favorite ideas of how to make your holidays self-indulgent because we really think that turning that back to yourself whether it's like 
like the festive bath. You know, you light your candles and and it smells Christmassy and you've got your playlist and your special beverage and, or maybe you take an entire day off and you go shopping for your own stocking stuffers, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's use, a Use day. your in-laws. If they're already there, use yes. them. Don't mm-hmm. stay with them. Use them as babysitters so that you can go enjoy yourself. Grandparents love to be the adults on duty. You're just cramping their style. Get out. Don't be so duty bound and guilt when they want your ass out of the house. They don't want you there. They want to be in charge of the kids. So yeah, go have a best friend date or go out with your husband or, or take yourself out for a pedicure or lock yourself in your bedroom and say you're gone. Like, Okay, you know how we talked about our parental hedonism vines in the summer to get us through summer vacation? Do this for the holidays. Like Tuesday afternoon, I'm going to yoga. Okay, Wednesday, I'm just going to grate some nutmeg into my coffee and I'm really looking forward to drinking that. Thursday, I have a babysitter, right? Like give yourself the little vines to swing from that make you feel truly joyful this season, that make you feel cared for. You have to give it to yourself. We know that nobody else is going to give us exactly what we want and need. And so like quit being disappointed. Like I ordered myself the Chrissy Teigen bathrobe last year. You know what I mean? I was like, this is what I want for Christmas. I love that damn thing. You cannot control other people's happiness around the holidays. You just can't, but you can control your own. Right. And so making your own little wish list of how you want to feel again, Oh, let's reference the Kimberlin to feel, not to do, right? The like to be list, not to do list. How do you want to feel this season? Mm-hmm. So like, let yourself go there, right? In your journal, make your wish list and, and think about how you want to feel. Steph, how do you want to feel this season? Oh my gosh. I want to feel full of wonder and I want to feel content. How do you want to feel? I want to feel indulgent. Mm -hmm. I really do. I feel like I've been leaning into more just things like the bass and um, getting my hair blow dried for me is this new concept. Mm -hmm. And I have my hair takes three hours to blow dry if I do it correctly. And to go to a hairdresser and have her do that for me. um, I've never been one to get manicures and pedicures. Um, embracing kind of the girly side of myself more and treating myself through the holidays, not even through things that cost a lot of money or any money, but just like indulgence can just mean like allowing myself to watch the Hallmark Christmas movie with the hot cocoa and add the rumple mints and Mm -hmm. put the candles on and buy myself an actual pair of pajamas, not like old workout tees, like right. little things like that makes such a difference. And it just makes me feel more cared for. And yeah. um, I just feel like the holiday season is a really good time to start that practice. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And again, it comes back to permission, doesn't it? I'm giving myself permission to do this. I'm giving myself permission to choose something that feels luxurious rather than deprivation, right? I'm, I'm choosing relaxation over stress. And sometimes that's, sometimes that's an oversimplification, but not all the time. Like we can't, we're not going to live in a happy little Christmas globe for the next month where everything is peaceful. We're talking about like five minute chunks or one day out of the week. You know what I mean? But, and also when, when you do succumb to the stress and you're mad at your kids and you're disappointed in how everything is going, don't judge yourself. Think about Chevy Chase. 
Look, that man went through hell. And he said, we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. He went to crazy town. He just, he went there, right? He came back. He came back, right? So don't judge yourself. Let yourself be, let yourself be Clark Griswold for a minute and, and go a little nuts and, and you'll come back around. But when you have those like crazy feelings, have a plan. And the plan is I'm going to love myself a little bit more tonight, right? Like, the plan always has to be coming back to you because you deserve the magic, even though there isn't somebody putting a little Fisher Price record player by your bedside table and putting your favorite candies in your stocking. You still deserve magic. You just, you're going to have to give it to yourself. But we could do that for each other. <laughs> as soon as Steph, you said that, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, we, we could totally Steph, do that for Steph. Could, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? I I, right. keep, I want to say stuff each other's stockings in a way that doesn't sound like right, some sexual, kind of really, yeah, I yeah, know. I don't but, know. I'm the double entendres just keep coming. But I, um, I think I agree with you. Yes. You are your number one advocate. You have to do it for yourself. Um, but yeah, I think also if we can use each other more, um, in those ways, like if we can bond together more, right. like remember the, the best friend sleepovers have a holiday, yes. best friend sleepover, bring yourself together. Yeah, um, treat your treat your friends together. Mine yeah. and I we're going to Camp Christmas together this weekend. Like oh. we're you know, three single moms going to Camp Christmas. You know, so it. give magic and joy to your to your friends and your and your people. So everybody have a very very happy holidays, and we really mean that. We hope it's somewhat self indulgent. We hope it's full of peace and contentment and lots of grace for yourself. Bye-bye, guys. We love you. I have come across this totally unexpected surprise lately that I actually can enjoy social media. I have spent years hating it or feeling guilty for being on it, but per recommendation from a friend, I've started to use it to have meaningful conversations with other moms about parenting, about our passions, and about being the main character of our own lives. So if you haven't already, I would love it if you could come join me and chat. Like really, tell me what you think about Steph's take on America Ferreira's speech in Barbie. Or what you do when a person comes up to you and says, watch out for that one when referring to your teenage daughter. Or that moment when your kids actually start bonding and playing with each other and therefore giving you more breaks to live your life. It's all happening at mother underscore plus underscore podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow, introduce yourself, comment on our post, and I genuinely can't wait to talk to you.